Hello, I'm Wayne, and this is my Iron Maiden podcast, sponsored by Stetchford Swimming Baths. They're now called Stetchford Leisure Centre, but they're currently closed. On this episode, I'm looking at the song Sanctuary, which isn't on the debut album, unless you own certain versions of them. When I was a boy with my vinyl copy, Sanctuary wasn't on the album, so I had it on a 12-inch single. I'll be talking about that later. In the last episode, I finished off the debut album by looking at the song Iron Maiden. This episode brought about quite a lot of comments, which I will now examine. I've had a few people complain that my story about Paul Daniels using an Iron Maiden was incorrect. I've now looked into this and I realised that I got the date wrong when I said it was on the show in 1986. He actually performed this trick in 1987. And I was getting mixed up because I had a few disappointing Christmases around that period and receiving the Paul Daniels Magic set was a bad Christmas and I realised that was 1987 and that Christmas 1986 was when I received two Lego sets which were exactly the same and it was also a particularly depressing episode of EastEnders which is a soap opera in the United Kingdom for anybody listening in another country. I've had some comments about Trevor's sex train I'm quite uncomfortable saying that sentence. He led me to believe that he'd created some new form of poetry, i.e. a six-line poem. I've had some comments from some academics that actually say that a six-line poem is called a sestet, which isn't a sex train. I've also had some comments saying that Trevor could be heard laughing, and I think that maybe he's been messing me about, a bit like Hawklord was. I was considering removing him from this show, banning him and his poetry, because I feel that while he's grown in confidence, I don't want him getting too big for his boots and thinking that he can just mess me about and you, the listener, about. But I've told him that he's got one more chance, so I shall be monitoring his poems and I'll edit out any nonsense in the future. On this show, I'm talking about Sanctuary, which was their second single. I think it's a very solid single. It's got what you need. It's quite quick. It's catchy. And it actually did better than Running Free in the chart. You may recall that Running Free was their first single, and that got to number 34 in the UK chart, whereas Sanctuary went five places better. I believe that this would have been a great Top of the Pops appearance after the first one, which I examined on episode three. Sadly, in 1980, there was a strike at the BBC, and Top of the Pops was cancelled for the summer. Sanctuary came out at the end of May, so this was affected, and I think we've been deprived of seeing a classic Iron Maiden performance and another chance to see Dennis Stratton performing with the band. I've looked into it, and I can confirm that the strike wasn't because Iron Maiden would have been on the show. Now, the word sanctuary was another word that I didn't know as a boy. It wasn't used in school. I hadn't seen it in any books. So I looked it up in the dictionary, and it said, Refuge or safety from pursuit, persecution or other danger. So this was interesting, because from the song Sanctuary, I understood that it might be about running away from the police, because in the song it says, Sanctuary from the law. The dictionary then shows that it could be anything. You could be hiding from Fiona Gregory's dad if he's coming round and you want to keep your distance out of the way. Or it could be that you're hiding in the school toilets when you forget your PE kit and you don't want to do the sports day in your wife fronts, just in case Caroline Blissett sees you. On the single, I see that the song was credited to Iron Maiden as songwriters, which means the whole band were involved in the songwriting process. However, later on, when I read about the song, I see that it's credited to Dave Murray, 
Steve Harris and Paul Diano. I wonder what Clive Burr and Dennis Stratton thought about this when this was changed. They've lost out there on some songwriting royalties. I think it makes sense that Paul Diano is involved in the songwriting and probably did the lyrics because it's about being on the run from the police, which we saw in Running Free. In the episode about Strange World, I speculated about the band liking role-playing games such as Dungeons and Dragons. When I heard the song as a boy, I thought he was singing a line, I know there's a goblin saying I saw what I saw. But I find out now that it's, but I know you'd have gone insane, which is quite different and makes more sense. There's references to guns, gambling, canyons and planes, which suggests to me it's got like a Wild West theme, which isn't obvious at first. Obviously, this made me wonder if the lyrics were inspired by something Paul Diano had seen on a trip through time. It's quite a coincidence that Paul Diano got in touch this week, wanting to meet up again in the same cafe as last time. I asked him some more security questions, just to make sure, and he correctly identified how many wives he'd had, although he was a bit annoyed at me asking this. So I went along again, and hoped to record some of the interview to bring back and play on this podcast. Obviously, I asked him about the song Sanctuary first, and what inspired the lyrics. Well, yeah, the song Sanctuary, that was about my time when I went to a... Uh, Colorado in the 1800s. Um, I wanted to experience the Old West. You know, it was always a dream of mine. I enjoyed those films when I was a boy, and yeah, it was quite handy because I, I, I used the time machine, and I didn't have to worry about fitting in because you know upstairs I had a dressing up box, and I could sort of adapt my look to suit those periods that I went to. So, what happened when you got there? What what was it that you experienced that made you write the lines for Sanctuary? Well, I got into a bit of bother. I was in a saloon and, oh, I've got to tell you, Wayne, the whiskey back then was, oh, so good. Totally different to what we have now. I was getting a few nice looks from the wench that was serving there. And, uh, you know, I had a bit of a flirt with her. And uh, that didn't go down well with the locals who uh, didn't know who I was. This strange man who just appeared from nowhere. And uh, basically, yeah, I, I, I ended up staying the night with this, this wench. And, uh, yeah, good memories. Uh, sadly, uh, when I woke up, I found that she was dead and I, I was oh, I couldn't believe what was going on I was like what happened there then someone had obviously got a vendetta and uh, clearly looking to frame me so I was on the run from, from the law basically um, so yeah and the line I know you'd have gone insane if you saw what I saw it was a hideous sight you know this blood on the sheets and oh dreadful this may explain some other lines in the song like never having killed a woman before but knowing how it feels but if you were on the run why did you hide in canyons and plains, not use your time machine, just to get back into the present day? Well, I didn't want to just you know, escape that way. I wanted to experience more of the world and see what would happen. And, uh, you know, I ended up, yeah, hiding out in the, in the desert for a bit and I came back into town and saw my face on a wanted poster. It was all quite exciting, really. I got a bit of a kick out of it. But obviously, I realised I was living dangerously and probably should return back to the 1980s where it was safer, there was none of that stuff and you know, I could get back to being a singer in Iron Maiden. In my podcasts, somebody asked, was Paul Diano surprised to see so many choices of coffee in a cafe in this day and age? How do you feel about it? Uh, I can't say I noticed, to be honest, Wayne. I've just had my tea and... Uh... That's fine, I don't need coffee. Coffee was never a big thing for me, never will be. Um, yeah, I don't know what those things are, some foreign words, macchiato, I don't know what that is. 
I have a dictionary in my bag. No, I'm all right, thanks. I don't need to know what it is. I haven't got time for that. Came here to, to find out if you've got any update on you know me fulfilling my mission and getting back to 1981. Unfortunately, I haven't. What are we doing here? I thought you were going to give me some information from your followers about how I can fix my time machine. You know, I'm pretty bored of uh, hovering around these times. I want to go back to the 1900s. I want to see important things from those days. I want to go back and see my performance in the school nativity in the early 70s. I want to look in the school hall. I want to look out and see my proud parents as I perform my solo as the innkeeper. I'm quite fed up of these times and, you know, there's only so much I can do in my dressing up box and, you know, if I go back too far, I don't really fit in. You know, they're a bit suspicious of a man in leather and um, with an earring. More information there from Paul Diano. And if you know of anybody who can help him fix his time machine, then please get in touch on social media. The song Sanctuary is still played live a lot by the band now. And according to the website setlist, it's in the top 10 most played songs by them. Now, of course, that means that Bruce Dickinson, the next singer, will have sung this more times than Paul Diano did. And I've noticed that, once again, he just messes about in the song, you know, getting the fans to sing along, which, as I've said before, is alright if you're there, but I don't want to hear it on a live album, so I normally skip the track and I shake my fist at him. As I said earlier, I had the 12-inch single of this, and the artwork was done by Derek Riggs. Now, I've spoken about Derek Riggs before, and how my image of him as a, as a man in a pointy hat was proved incorrect when I saw the 12 Wasted Years video. He'd done some art for punk bands, and this was another provocative image of Eddie standing over Margaret Thatcher. Now, some people say it's because the band are annoyed at her having the nickname Iron Maiden. In the artwork, it's seen that she's tore down some posters with the band name on it, perhaps annoyed that she thinks that they've stolen her nickname, and Eddie's standing over her with a knife. This is quite outrageous, and as a result, the artwork was banned, or a black line was put across her eyes, so you couldn't see it was Margaret Thatcher. I didn't want this, so I ended up with the actual original artwork, where there was no black line over her face. To do this, I had to have a record with a big sticker on it that said import, which means it came from another country. On the back of the sleeve was a picture of the band with a mutilated body on it. Now, don't worry, that was just a picture of them at London Dungeon. But again, it enhanced the band's image of liking horror or that they were not to be messed with. I wanted a picture of me at the London Dungeon standing next to some of these horrible things so I could take it into school and show people that I was tough and not to be messed with. But when I went to the London Dungeon, it was shut. So instead, I went to Madame Tussauds and had some photos of me standing next to some celebrities. At the time, I was quite proud to have photographs of me with the likes of Jimmy Savile and Rolf Harris, and my classmates were quite impressed as well. However, I've been told not to show those photos to anybody anymore, and they were removed from the family album a few years ago. Well, I'm going to ring up Trevor now and uh, hope that he's got some poetry for us. Um, remember, at the start of the show, I did mention that, that we'd had some words that I won't put up with any of his nonsense, and hopefully he'll just have a nice poem, we can have a simple chat, and then move on. Okay, right, I'll give him a call now. Hi, Wayne. Hello, Trevor, how are you? I'm all right, yeah. I've got a poem for you. Uh, yeah, um, first of all, let's talk about sanctuary. Uh, I know I said keep it simple and, and do that, but if we just let me do the leading, and then um, hopefully it'll be nice and simple. 
We're talking about Sanctuary this week, so how do you feel about that song? Yeah, I like it. Um, I remember it being a, a good single. Uh, I liked coming around to yours when uh, I was allowed to, and we could look at the sleeve together. And it, I liked yours because it didn't have the black line over Margaret Thatcher's face. So I enjoyed that. And um, I used to think that on the artwork, Margaret Thatcher had quite nice legs, which I hadn't really noticed on the real Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, I vaguely remember talking about that. Um, right, so that's good. How about poems then? Um, has the song Sanctuary given you any inspiration? Yes, it has. Uh, right, I'll read the poem to you now. On the first day in January, my manners went into sanctuary because I forgot to thank you very much. Okay. No, I haven't finished, Wayne. What? I haven't finished. Oh, sorry, I thought that was it. No, I don't know why you interrupted. I was I, I was giving a bit of a pause for dramatic effect. Okay, sorry, Trevor. Do you want me to read it all again? Uh, I suppose it's not too long, yeah, if you read it again. Uh, sorry, I won't interrupt you this time. Okay. On the first day in January, my manners went into sanctuary because I forgot to thank you very much for the precious Christmas gift. Right, is this another dramatic pause, or have you finished? No, no, I've finished now, Wayne. Okay, well, um, thanks for that. Uh, I'm not going to comment on the structure or the form, um, just the thanks for the poem. Um, what was the gift in, the, in it? What was the gift you're talking about? Well, as I mentioned to you a few episodes ago, Wayne, I adopt a show-and-don't-tell approach in my poems, so there's no need for me to explain what the gift was or who it was from. Okay, Uh that's fine. I mean, normally, that's only a week after Christmas. I don't think it's totally outrageous that you haven't thanked someone for a gift. And can manners go into sanctuary? If if we look at what sanctuary means, I don't know if manners go into hiding. I, I don't understand. Well, that's called personification, Wayne, and that is a real term. I've not made it up. It's something that poets use to give a sort of personality to things that aren't people. Okay, yeah, I think I remember that at school. Um, fair enough. So um, that's your poem on Sanctuary. Uh, next week we're doing a, a sort of a album review show, so there's no actual theme. But I was thinking, because you didn't have a poem about Prowler in episode one, maybe you'd like to use that as a theme and have something ready this time. Yeah, I can do that, Wayne, thanks. Great. Uh, so I'll speak to you soon. Okay, thanks, Wayne. Bye. Yeah, that's Trevor for the series, uh, well, for the album, sorry. Um, we've just mentioned next week we'll be looking at a longer show, perhaps, um, if we are reviewing the whole album. And in the meantime, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at Wayne Maiden. Um, so thank you very much for anyone who's been tweeting, commenting, rating the show. Um, it's all very nice to hear. I've had a tweet from Bob Cratchit, who seems concerned that I was meeting Paul Diano in a cafe when, in fact, he's had to stay in because of a lockdown. Well, I appreciate your concern, um, but luckily for me, these episodes are recorded quite a few weeks before they go out into the web. So um, that's how I can explain it. I'll probably explain that more at the time so people aren't confused or I don't get a lot of hate for leaving the house because it's not something I do. After exposing Hawklord uh, on a recent show, 
Uh, I was also asked what my favourite song on the debut album is. Well, that's something I'll be covering next week on my album review show. So I'll be doing a top three because I've always liked doing lists. I used to do lists a lot when I was a boy. Uh, when people got me scrapbooks for Christmas, I didn't stick things in it like most people. I just wrote lists of my top 10 chocolate bars or my top 10 members of Iron Maiden or my top 10 women on the telly or my top 10 Star Wars figures. So I'll go over that next week. So we've come to the end of episode 9, all about Sanctuary, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll be sticking around for episode 10 next week, which will be the album review show. So thanks for listening. Bye-bye.